Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, DJ. How you doing, buddy? What's good, bro? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good. I love to hear it. So, let, let me ask you this. I don't. Need, I wonder if you guys even feel this. Like, out here in the sports radio world, and I think, you know, in the, in the fan world of the water cooler at work and stuff, there's a lot of drama with the Jets. There's a lot of drama with, with Zach Wilson and with this team and with, you know, should he have been benched and what's going on all over the place and the coach and another talk show host. Like, things are happening. Do you feel that? Or are you guys insulated to the point where it's just business as usual right now? Yeah, for me, I would say it's business as usual for the most part. Like, don't get me wrong, definitely not naive to, like, the outside noise that we hear um, just with, like, social media, like, being on Twitter and stuff. But to be honest with you, you know, this year especially, I've been doing a great job of just focusing on my internal. And the the way I do that is, like, during the, the week of prep, so I would say from Tuesday to Sunday, I really just – turn off all my social media just to focus on the game plan for the week and take the week seriously, um, like a championship week, every week that I'm able to play. But, um, yeah, you, you do hear the noise, uh, like how you said with the quarterback situation and, you know, everything that's happened and um, just the struggles that we've been having. You definitely hear the noise, but honestly – it doesn't matter. Like I, tr- I try hard to just not focus on the external voices and just focus on the internal noises. Which certainly makes sense. How frustrated? Because I know you have to be, and it would be unrealistic to think you're not. How how frustrated is this defense with the offense when pretty much every week you guys are going out there and putting up really solid to excellent performances, and the offense is struggling? I mean, how how much frustration is there from the defense to the offense right now? Well, I wouldn't say there's frustration anymore um, from the defense. Like, we understand what it is. And, uh, you know, we have a job to go out there and be the best version of ourselves every time we step on the field. You know, coming into this season, you know, we had Aaron as our quarterback. And, you know, we're the highest of the highest, to be honest. Um, You know, we had Super Bowls in our mind. Uh, We knew there was a real chance. We knew that, you know, we're going to take it game by game, but we knew that we were going to go to the playoffs and we knew we were going to win a Super Bowl um, just with, you know, the talent of our defense and having a Hall of Fame quarterback. Also, you know, for the defense, we're very happy when Aaron came here because we knew that we would have the chance to finally be up scores, which means that teams will have to throw the ball more, which means that for corners, we'll be able to get more interceptions. For the D-line, they'll be able to get more sacks. Um, you know, right now, teams are just running the ball I think we have, like, the most um, run plays out of the entire 32 NFL teams just because teams, you know, when they get the lead, they just want to run the ball. But, you know, overall, though, we're not frustrated because, you know, we're in this together. Just like 
you know, if the defense was struggling, we know the offense will have our back. And it's the same that goes for the offense. You know, no one's pointing fingers. We're all just trying to find solutions to be able to win on Sunday. And that's really what it comes down to. Now, you, you said the frustration's not really there anymore. What, was there a point in the season where that did exist and it's gone away? Yeah, I would say there definitely was frustration. Um, with us not being able to put up points, um, it definitely was frustration. But, you know, we came to terms of, you know, what it is. And, you know, we have to, you know, right now the offense is struggling and we have to help them out defensively. Like, that's just what it is. It does no justice. It does no good to point fingers at who's to blame and to do all of that. It just wastes the energy, in my opinion. So, like, we're just focused on, you know, generating turnovers any way we can and scoring points the best way we can to help our team win. DJ Reed, Jets Corner with us here, 98.7 ESPN. Is uh, Zach Wilson the, the right guy now for this job? Are you, are you? I guess let me ask you this. Are you surprised he was ever benched? Because we played a soundbite earlier in the show, and it's been out there that Robert Sala said he always believed that Zach gave you guys the best chance to win. So are you surprised they went with someone that didn't always give you the best chance to win? Well, they didn't know that at the time. You know what I mean? Uh, we went on a losing streak, and, you know, the first – person that everybody's going to look at is how is the quarterback playing and you know this is a production league if the quarterback's not putting up points then you know he's to blame even though he could be things and pieces around him that aren't you know playing well everybody's going to look at the quarterback first so I feel like as an organization they had to look at that and you know they wanted to see if you know Tim Boyle or Trev could give us a spark which I mean in a way that makes sense because what if Tim would have came in balling and that would have given us a spark to go on a run? You know, that's something that could have very possibly happened. But, um, you know, with Zach, I just give a lot of credit to him just with just how professional he's been this year. Um, like I said, this year he wasn't even expected to play. Um, he was expected to sit back and watch. That was the whole plan and to learn and develop behind Aaron. So for him to be thrown into the fire, you know, he's had, he has played well with the circumstances given, in my opinion, especially the Kansas City game. Even though that resulted in a loss, the way he played, that showed his true potential as the number two pick and everybody in the organization feels about him. Let me kind of ask you this about Zach Wilson. What's the difference in him maturity-wise from last season to what you've seen this season? I think it's a big transition. I think, um, man, this year you could just tell the the humility that he has, um, the sense of urgency that he has. It just seems drastic compared to last year in my opinion um you know like in life you got to go through adversity you got to go through controversy in order to grow he went through that last year and I felt like he came this year with a clear mind and a headspace of you know they brought in Aaron I'm going to sit behind him I'm going to get better every day I'm going to focus on me and I'm going to grow and then when you know Aaron ended up getting hurt he didn't hesitate like he came in as a starter he you know commanded the offense very vocal loud, um, just confident, just much more confident coming into this year. Um, and that's something that, you know, everybody noticed in the organization. Um, I don't know if it's a, a, a personal battle, but I'm sure he's aware of it. I'm sure you are as well on the other side of him. And that's this Stingley-Sauce comparison. And Stingley's been really, really good recently. And Sauce, of course, went after Stingley in the draft last season. Um well, well, like, like, is 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 this a statement game from Sauce, knowing that Stingley's been playing good football and actually went went before him? To be honest, I don't even think me and Sauce have really thought about that. You know, what I mean, Stingley is a great football player. You know, he had a great career at LSU. You know, he has great ball skills. 
you know, I feel like he's going to be a dominant corner in this league for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, Foster the same way about himself, obviously. Foster like he's the best. And I feel like every corner should have that mindset. You should always feel like you're the best. You know, Sauce last year was a first-team All-Pro. That wasn't done since Ronnie Lott. Um, so, I mean, I feel like Sauce's resume speaks for itself. So, you know, with the comparisons, that's natural for fans and everybody to do. But for Sauce, I think he's just focused on himself. Walk me through what you've seen from C.J. Stroud on tape because, boy, you, you watch this kid and he just looks special. When you guys are preparing for this game, what what do you see from him so early in his uh, in his first NFL season? Yeah, I see poise. I think that's the number one thing that I see is poise. It seems like he's not a rookie. It seems like he's a, you know been playing in the league for years. I also see arm talent. I also see arm talent just with the throws that he makes. He's confident in his arm to make you know big boy throws. Um, he's very accurate as well. You know he can throw any throw on the field, and um, you know he has a great old line. So he does a great job of sitting in the pocket and. He waits for his receiver to get open to deliver the throw. So he's he's doing a great job for them. How surprised are you that this team, which had no expectations at all, is sitting here, you know, with a real chance to go to the postseason? Yeah, not really surprised. Just with, you know, they brought D'Amico Ryan's over. Um, I was in San Francisco with him. You know, he's a really good guy. You know, he's a player's coach. He's played in the league. Um, and then, you know, they get a quarterback, a franchise quarterback in the draft. You know, they have a great O-line, um, probably one of the best O-lines in the NFL. So, you know, that's very important. You know, it always starts up front on the offensive line and defensive line. Um, the defense, like I said, D'Amico's getting them boys right. He brought a lot of guys in. So, I mean, I'm not really surprised, to be honest with you. DJ Reed with us here, 98.7 ESPN. This is kind of uncomfortable, but you guys have lost five games in a row, and I've heard rumblings from you know beat reporters that if the Jets lose out, don't win another game this season, that jobs could be uh, on the line. Do you uh, not yours certainly, but but do you worry about that for for coaches and, and certain people within this organization that you're fighting for their jobs, or is that not something that's even you're even aware of? I mean, to be honest with you, I, I try to not focus on that because that's not my focus. My focus is like. Whatever I do on the field and produce on the field, that's going to help everybody in the organization. So I don't really think of it like that. I just think that, you know, if DJ is his best, then that's good for everybody in the organization. Um, if I'm not, you know, allowing receivers to catch the ball, I'm getting interceptions that's going to give us a chance to win. You know, that's all I try to think about. I try to keep everything simple. I don't try to play GM or play head coach and try to think about all that type of stuff. I just play football because that's what I'm here to do. And that's what I'm paid to do. So I, I don't really think about all that, to be honest with you. And I, I'm sure you're used to this question, but i got to ask you before I let you go, where, where are we with the Aaron Rodgers potential return to this organization as far as getting on the field is concerned? <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest with you, playoffs, you know, don't look likely, likely this year, especially coming on this five-game losing streak. Um, so I'm not sure. I can't speak for Aaron, but <laughs> I don't. I don't see the point of – what's the point of coming back um, to try to play if we're not going to the playoffs? You know, if we were in the playoff hunt, then, you know, we'll be having a totally different conversation right now. You know, if he felt good and the doctors cleared him, I could see him stepping on the field, however he feels, and getting reps to see if he could play. But I just don't think the risk is worth it um, with how the season is going this year. So, obviously, it hasn't gone the way you've hoped, but you have Aaron Rodgers, your ace in the hole. I mean, give give the Jets fans something to look forward to. Ne- next season, right? You know, playoffs, you just said it. Not, probably not going to happen this year. Next season, expectations through the roof for this club? 
Yeah, for sure. It has to be. You know, that was the expectation this year, quite honestly. And obviously, you know, injuries happen. And, you know, injuries do happen as part of the game. But, you know, losing your franchise quarterback, losing your franchise quarterback on the, you know, the first four plays. My fault. Losing your franchise quarterback on the first four plays, you feel me? Nobody could account for that. So, I mean, no excuses. It's just facts. But, you know, for the Jets fans, I just want to say, like, like, I truly appreciate the Jets fans and just the loyalty um, that they've shown since the two years that I've been here is just second to none, in my opinion. Um, just the, the fans that come out to the games. Our stadium is usually always packed, and we have one of the biggest stadiums in MetLife. So I'm just truly grateful for the Jets fans um, and just the loyalty that they, they keep showing. And I promise you that, you know, everybody in the organization, we're trying to get this fixed. We're going to get this fixed. Um, you know, when next year comes, in due time, you know, we want to go to the playoffs. We want to win the Super Bowl. We want to bring that second Lombardi to the Jets organization. Well, listen, man, um, you're, you're a real gentleman uh, for joining us, for, for answering the questions, for, you know, being honest about things. We really appreciate you. Wish you luck this, uh, this Sunday and the coming Sundays and next season and everything. So thank you so much. Happy holidays and uh, go get a win on Sunday. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And there you have it. DJ Reed. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.